You see Steve saying, you got McCaffrey running like it's Stanford days. He's been unbelievable. I mean, Christian McCaffrey has been unbelievable since the minute the plane landed from Carolina. He's, he is one of the single greatest. This is the football team that you were before him. Then he shows up, and this is the football team you are now. He is one of the greatest fortune changers, franchise-changing talents I have ever seen in my life. He is special. All day, all night long level special. The kind of special I've compared him, stick with me. For some of you, this might be a reach, but others, I hope you'll understand what I'm trying to say. Along with covering the Niners for the last 18 years, I've covered the Golden State Warriors for the same amount of time. And watching them win at the highest of levels, dynastic level excellence, uh, was really something else. When they added Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant is one of those first guys who, you know, I, I knew he was good. Of course, everyone knows. You don't have to even know what basketball is to know that that guy's good at it. But you can't appreciate how good he is until you're watching him every game he plays. Not the highlight package, not that second half of that one Oklahoma City Thunder game or that one series that you watch the Thunder play in to really, truly appreciate Kevin Durant you needed to be there every night to see what that guy did every single night. And that's when you were like, holy shit. Like Kevin Durant isn't just one of the best players playing today. This guy is one of the single greatest basketball players of all time. He's unbelievable. And him on the Warriors is almost a level of unfair that the NBA can't even comprehend. Christian McCaffrey to me is in the same boat. I knew he was good. I knew he was really good. I knew he was MVP-ish in Carolina when healthy. And then, like so many football players, they get hurt. They fall off a little bit because of those injuries. And they get moved from that must-see level of talent to, yeah, guy's still pretty good, but he's not quite who he used to be. Maybe, unless he gets in the right situation. Because as McCaffrey was battling back from injury, that was a Carolina team that was on the decline, a steep decline. So the McCaffrey is now back from injury. McCaffrey didn't pop like pre-injury McCaffrey used to. And it wasn't because his body was betraying him as much as it was just a, a franchise in decline at that point. He shows up in an excellent situation. And makes an excellent situation, an overwhelmingly excellent situation. He and Kyle Shanahan are, it's like they got a, a, a the same mind and they share it. And once Shanahan realized like, oh, this is my new, you can see he can't stop playing with his Christian McCaffrey. He can, It's like when my boys are playing with a toy and one of them can't, can't give it up. Kyle can't give up Christian McCaffrey carries. He can't take him out of the game. He wants to use him every play. And I understand why. I also understand that it's a little, you know, pound foolish to do that. But this guy is an unbelievable running back. He is a do-it-all running back, a do-everything-you-need running back. And where Christian McCaffrey is a total badass isn't on all the touchdowns that make the highlights. It's 
on second and nine, and this guy picks up seven on a play that looks like he's not even going to get three out of this. Christian McCaffrey is great on the downs that don't make the highlight reels. And that's what keeps drives going. That's what keeps this team ahead of the sticks. That's what opens up play action. That's what allows Brock Purdy as, I, I mean, wh- wh- I mean, wh- you know, I feel like we've tried to talk about and redefine Brock Purdy so many times. I'm tired. I'm, th- I'm just tired of it at this point. The guy's a really, really good quarterback, but part and parcel of him being that really good quarterback is being in this situation. Christian McCaffrey has made this situation an unbelievable situation. And when Debo Samuel gets used in the way that he was used tonight, they become overwhelming. Debo had a huge night tonight. And Debo's the kind of guy who can disappear week to week. He is. The knock on Debo is when he's great, he's overwhelming. But there are times where he's a little bit hard to find, either because Unfortunately, he's out with an injury or he's just not getting enough separation. And then when he's getting into the backfield, it's becoming a little bit predictable. And he, he, you know, he doesn't quite pop like you want him to. Not tonight. Not tonight. Debo had the kind of night that you dream about tonight. A season high in seven catches, four carries for only 13 yards, but he had a touchdown. He attempted a pass early enough in the game where, you know, he was he was trying to do it all. And had Ayuk popped open, maybe Ayuk has a bigger night. But Ayuk was an afterthought in this game right until the touchdown that he scores. It was something else. All week long, I talked about special teams, red alert, special teams, red alert. You're going to be on the lookout. Seattle's going to do something it was just one of the best returns that they've had all year, and that's really the only thing the Seahawks go had going for them in the first half of that game. That's it. That's all they had going for them. And they didn't score an offensive touchdown either. I mean, that's not a shutout, obviously, with Purdy throwing the pick six and the field goals, but there was no offensive touchdown scored by the Seahawks tonight. <laughs> this is a great point. Damon, you need your own Kevin Kruger. And Kevin is without a doubt uh, an incredible, talented guy and does great work for his dad. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, my my boys are four years old and two years old. They, the only thing that they would know how to do would be like throw a Paw Patrol character at my YouTube channel. They wouldn't know how to do anything else. Oh, look at this. We're nine subscribers away from 9,600 subscribers on the button. If nine of you watching right now feel like doing something for Thanksgiving, go ahead. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. I'd really appreciate it. By the way, we're almost going to move into hour number two here. So we're going to keep rolling, man. Chat's still flying. Lot of lot, There's an awful lot of talk about um, white meat or dark meat here. I didn't think I'd look at it this way. I'm not opening up for debate. I'm telling you, dark meat's better. You think you like white meat. You don't know culture. The purchase of CBS Radio was a massive mistake. Nathan Hyatt, Odyssey CEO sacked? 
is this breaking news tonight? Did somebody look at it this way? It would be just like Odyssey to lay somebody off or fire them on Thanksgiving. That would be very on brand for the type of company that is, if you don't mind me saying. Nine years, best ratings that they've ever had. And I got got on the phone. How tacky is that? My God. What else we got going on here? Steve says, I wonder if there'll be a riot in Philly. Should the faithful show up in Philly? Will there be a fight? We've already kind of gone over this. Will the reputation of Philly fans come true? I'm going to tell you right now, Steve, if you're a fucking pussy, don't go to Philadelphia. You might get popped. <laughs> there it is. I mean, I, I can't give you any more better advice than that. If you're afraid of going to Philadelphia, don't go. If you're not afraid, go. But don't pop off. Don't pop off because you are outnumbered in a town that throws a punch and asks questions later. Remember, they had a jail. They had a court processing people in Old Veteran Stadium. That wasn't a, a bug. That was a feature. I'll tell you what I like going to Philadelphia, though. And Larry's right about this. The Niners got longer rest and a few more days to plan. And you give Kyle Shanahan a few more days to think about anything, he becomes more dangerous of an animal. Days all over it. Ten days to get ready for the Eagles now. Any chance Buffalo helps out Sunday? Yeah, look, I'm going to tell you right now, the Eagles could be playing the Carolina Panthers on Sunday and the Panthers might beat the Eagles. That's what this league is. This Anybody can lose to anybody at any time in this league, and that's why this league is the most consumed, the most interesting, we can't get enough of it league out there. So... That's that's what I love it. That's why I love this league. That's why people who want to tell you that, oh, well, this should be easy. If you ever hear that coming out of a single analyst's mouth, oh, this game should be easy. That person really doesn't know what they're talking about. There is no more competitive, no more nasty, no more an injury could change the fortune of your entire year league out there than the NFL. Lewis saying Philly fans are a bunch of pussies, always ready to jump, never one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I've seen a lot of fights in my times amongst 49er fans. I've never seen two guys take out white gloves, slap, like, I I challenge ye to a duel and have just one-on-one -on -one guys fight. It's a football game. Guys wearing same jerseys fight together, sometimes against each other. But I'm just, I'm telling you right now, say whatever you want about Philadelphia fans. The word, those guys are pussies, has never come to my mind. It's never come to my mind. I, I'm telling you right now, those are, those are fans that I've always really liked. 
I like fans that are officially not fucking around and are not afraid to be who they are. Some fans are incredibly warm and welcoming and come on in and it's wonderful to have you here. And, 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 and I, we hope you enjoy your time in this city, in this stadium. And, and, and that's, that, that really fits and works really well. Some places it's not how it fits or works in Philadelphia. It's just, it isn't. And it never will be. And I never want it to be. The best way to, uh, have fun in Philadelphia? Let the 49ers handle that business. Let the 49ers handle that business. And I'm going to tell you right now, they have as much chance of going into Philadelphia and beating the Eagles as anybody in this league has got. Because they're a big deal. The 49ers are kind of a big deal. Everyone wanted a shot. Jillian wanted. Jillian came in here with rocks, glasses, and 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 whiskey. And no, 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 no. I just not tonight. Not tonight. Tomorrow's my night out. But I thank her. And Jillian's even. I tried. The man is working. I need to stay focused. I, someone walks in here with a bottle of whiskey and rocks glasses. Did you see me get all discombobulated? We don't need that. We need laser focus here, baby. This is post-game and Damon. We're not messing around. Jason, make sure to hit that like. Yeah, thank you very much. Like this broadcast. All right, what else we got going on here? Man, the chat's flying. I'm behind you guys. I'm behind you guys by good 20 minutes. Barry Bonds to the Giants. That was a good ad. No doubt about it. That was that that's a very good ad. Here's one of our favorite guys ever, Otis Bird III. Happy Thanksgiving and happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy Thanksgiving to all of you here as we move right on into hour number two. And now that we're in hour number two, let me tell you again, I am so thrilled to be welcoming Dr. Paul Hughes as the sponsor of Post Game and Damon here. I want you to look at all that information that I got on the crawl of your screen right now. If you have knee pain, like I had knee pain, I was a candidate, an absolute you, sir, are a candidate for knee replacement, partial knee replacement surgery, but don't do that, said Dr. Paul. Big knee replacement is basically retarding the development of the procedure that he did on me that has taken away my knee pain better than any surgery ever could. I had some some cellular replacement therapy, took fat cells just right out of my love handles and put them in my knee. So basically, I don't know if there's actual like cellular biology in there or if it's just knees feel better when you inject pudding into them. But basically, my fat boy pudding got put in my knee, and my knee don't hurt no more. There's probably a better way for a doctor to explain that. So call and contact Dr. Paul Hughes. He will put your fat boy pudding into your joints, and your joints won't hurt, and you won't need surgery. And this guy is a straight, he's, he's doing medicine in year 3000. Everyone else is in 2023. Go ahead and call Dr. Paul Hughes if you've got yourself a barking knee, a bad shoulder, a bum elbow, 
anywhere you might move where there's cracking and popping and it feels like crap, fat boy pudding procedure. As a matter of fact, I, I think I want to trademark on that. Dr. Paul offering the fat boy pudding. It works. My knee feels better than it has in years. It really does. You talk about some moments that might have changed the game, the outcome of the game. How about fourth and three, first play of the fourth quarter? Seattle is just lingering, lingering, lingering after a come-to-life third quarter. And then you got that false start on Feliciano. The punt happens, and Seattle, look, I mean, that that could have been a moment where if Seattle then drives with that ball and does something, you're in trouble. How about the fumble recovery on the Ray Ray McLeod fumble on the punt? By the way, it might be time to take Ray Ray off punts, right? I mean, there's an awful lot to like tonight. Of the things that I didn't like, Here's I wrote down two things that I didn't like. I didn't like the Debo razzle-dazzle that didn't dazzle because Ayuk got caught in the wash and he never popped open, so Debo had to throw that ball away. Didn't like that. Loved the idea. Didn't like the way it was executed. It's a small complaint. Number two, Ray Ray McLeod on punt return isn't doing much this year. That fumble on a punt return, which the Niners recovered, had he had had the had had the Seahawks recovered that? I mean, they're probably still not climbing back into this game the whole way, but had they recovered that, there's more football than anyone wanted to see or talk about going on in this game. By the way, we are now officially over 9,600. Let's go. Hit subscribe. Hit notify, too, by the way. You hit notify? Oh, that makes makes the algorithm really start liking me. I've been told by people who know about these things. Again, all I ever wanted to do was, the only button I ever wanted to push was the on button. Now I got more buttons to push. We'll figure it out. Look at Ted. Ted wants to cover all the bases saying, hey, look, he needs some views over on Twitch. Same great show, just a different place to watch it. I do. I, I, I have a really nice audience building here on Twitch. I'll have like four people watching me. It's a big night for me on Twitch with four or five people watching over there. But, you know, I was told, put your, put your stuff everywhere you can, and we'll see how it all works. Let me tell you how it works. It works with a little cha-ching. Thankful for a Diller Super Chat right there, Cigar Smoker. Thank you very, very much. Doesn't have anything to say. Just wanted to slip a diller in the jar. Appreciate that. Look at Marsha slipping a diller in the jar, dropping a drooling face. I don't even thank you for a drooling face, but I, I appreciate it very, very much. The diller drop. Again, if all of you dropped a diller, what would, what would that be, right? Steven knows what I'm talking about right here. Damon, the dark meat, it's where the food coma comes from. I think so. I think so. I, look, I don't, I don't know where it comes from. It comes from, I think, a lot of things. A lot of carbs. Well, there's a couple cocktails. That's why, that's why I told Jillian no to the cocktails tonight. I already got a little sleepy sleepy in the back of my eyes. I really do. 
Now, Damon, another Damon, Damon Chang, great name, Damon. Prime rib instead of turkey. That's tomorrow night. Today was a turkey Thanksgiving. Tomorrow night is a Friendsgiving, a little prime rib action. And then Jillian and the boys are going down to Los Angeles for a few days, which means Damon is going to be home in the house for 72 hours by himself. It's going to be the first time I've had the house to myself for 72 hours in four years since Jack was born. I don't, I, I don't think there's anything I'm looking forward to more. Like, I love my family. I hope they have a wonderful Southern California get-together with Jillian's side of the family. But there are a few things that I've committed to and have to do, namely this channel and a few other things. Guardsman Tree Lot. By the way, Guardsman Tree Lot, move-in day tomorrow. Tree Lot will be open. We are changing young kids' lives with Christmas trees. We're sending kids to camp. We're providing campership and scholarship for Bay Area at-risk youth. It is a charity that I've been involved with deeply since 2011. And the tree lot is one of my favorite times of the year. And since I get to make my own schedule now, I'm going to be spending an awful lot of time at the tree lot. So while Jillian's down there, I'm going to be helping open up the lot, hanging out with some friends, going to a USF Don's game at Chase Center on Sunday too. So, you know, I got things to do. Look at Tiger Tank taking it in a different direction. I went gnocchi instead of turkey today. Bucking the trend around here. Yeah, you are. Uh, there was a Seattle Seahawk who, you know, when they were talking about who likes what, they were like, I, he doesn't like turkey dinner, so he eats spaghetti. His mom made him spaghetti. There you go. So Tiger Tank, you and a Seahawk going Italian on uh, on Thanksgiving. And basically, if you like it, it's right for you, right? If you like it, it's right for you. The Postman in Capitola. Oy, oy, oy. That's our guy. Still got it from uh, Plus Mania Postman. There you go. Right here on the desk. Happy Thanksgiving to all of you. I seriously, from the bottom of my heart, hope you had a great Thanksgiving with friends and family. And if you put on a few pounds and your knees start barking at you, check out Dr. Paul Hughes. All the contact information you could possibly need is on that bottom crawl right there. That's the website. That's the number. His offices are in, in Burlingame. Uh, that's the man right there. Seriously, I today is the first day I haven't thought about my left knee in years. That's how good it feels now that he's worked on me. Uh, what do you think of Jair Brown's game? You know, there's someone who was, you know, the X factor or one of the new X factors with the season-ending injury to Talanoa Hufanga. Jair Brown, how about this? You didn't even really notice him. He had four tackles. One of them was a solo tackle. And the fact that you didn't notice Jair Brown today means he had himself a good game. Not bad for a guy making his first NFL start on a team where, you know, this defense has got an awful, awful lot of responsibility to carry all year. I think he's going to be good. I think, I, I think he's a player. A 
Let's see. SD. SD1593. We got to work on that handle, buddy. Um, at least there's no more 700 level in Philadelphia. Yeah, no doubt. And no, that's a thing. Like when my throat is starting to like close a little, I, I, it's, it's not cocktail time. It's just a little water time. Cheers. I mean, I want to do Seahawks post game. We'll have a lot of time leading up to this Philadelphia game. But since you asked, RS, the question is, will we be able to run against Philly like we did today? Yes and no. Will you be able to run against Philly? Yeah, probably. Like today, probably not. The question is, is how much is Philadelphia going to be able to run against the 49ers? Because Swift, he gets out on the edges, he is tough. I mean, you just saw what they did at Arrowhead. That's that's you got to tip your cap and respect the Eagles. They're good. And if the Niners are going to win that game, they're going to have to go in there and prove that they can win it before I'm going to just pick them to go in there and win that game, even though. There's an awful lot of positives returned here tonight. Been an awful lot of positives coming out of the bye week for the 49ers. I'm not disrespecting the Eagles in any way, shape, or form. This is going to be the NFC's version of a heavyweight title fight. I'm not saying that the Lions are frauds, but the Lions playing with expectations means they probably buckle. There are certain franchises that don't know greatness. 49ers and Eagles know these things. And I think it's just going to be a heavyweight fight in Philadelphia on December 3rd. The team that runs the ball the most that day wins that game. You have two wanting to run in football teams, two teams that don't let you run it against them. It'll be the something's got to give of that game. So this is when we had 400 or so in here saying 400. Why are there only 287? That's great. I mean, account account yourself. Uh, if you're not going to hit subscribe, at least pound that like button. Just go ahead. And then, you know, you can super chat your heart away if you need to. Hopefully you're planning on coming on back when we get to... Uh, when we get to 8 a.m. tomorrow on the West Coast, 49ers wake up simulcast on my channel and Larry Kruger's channel as well. I think it's the smartest, um, most informative 49er talk that you're going to get anywhere from two guys who've been covering this team up close for the better part of 20 years each. And um, I know we're going to bring it tomorrow morning. I hope that you plan on getting up a little early on a day where you might be sleeping in and just say, why not? Let's throw on a little YouTube. Let's see what uh, is going on because pretty good post game. You give me a night to start really putting numbers together and get into the nuts and bolts of the game. Cause again, we didn't even, I didn't even wait for the game to go final. I mean, I haven't even really studied the box score yet. Cause we get going at the two minute warning, even though I was a little bit late tonight. That's why I ran out of water so quickly. Cause I was a little bit late. Should have gone. Anyway. Um, Larry and I are going to be back at it. And we might do a special show on Monday, too, just to uh, just keep everybody, everybody on their toes. Joe, that's the wrong attitude for Thanksgiving, saying the San Francisco Giants will never land a superstar. 
It's been a while. I'll give you that. It's been a while since they've landed a positional superstar. UC Steve knows what's up. Damon, it's a lucky husband. He's got legit reasons to leave the Thanksgiving family conversations for work with YouTube. <laughs> what? In his bedroom? No, 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 wait. So first of all, it's Thanksgiving. We're stuffed. My my wife and I have been married for for seven years. We're not having sex tonight. There's no chance. There's, there's no chance. It's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving has got to be one of the least bang-it-out days on the American calendar. Everybody's full. No, no one's having sex tonight. No one feels sexy. Maybe that's why she brought the booze down. Here, we'll both need this. <laughs> no, you know, it, 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 later on this weekend. But not to, no. Not now. We're all full. Let's be adults over here. All right. Again, Stephen, if your wife ever brings you rocks glasses with whiskey, don't ever say, no, 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 no. You're a lucky man. Don't push away any kindness. I don't care if it's a show or not. I, look, I appreciate it, but again, I, I, I had a little throaty thing going on. I got to stay healthy. We got a big day tomorrow. Don't go chasing the night. There's another one coming tomorrow. Erwin knows what's up. Dark meat for the win. Indeed. Damon from JJ. You can do memberships on here. I know. I think they're coming soon. What membership will entail is what we're trying to figure out. Like, I want to make it worth something for people. But thank you. Radish, radish. Would you call the Packers win over the Lions a Thanksgiving miracle or the Thanksgiving curse? The Lions have lost the last seven Thanksgiving Day games. Look, the Lions lose all the time until this year. The, the Lions losing is never going to surprise me, especially in a big game. Sorry, I, I grew up a Bears fan. I just know how the, the division works. <laughs> so, no, the... Lions losing to anyone will never really surprise me. They're good. They're a good football team. They have taken on the attitude of their head coach, and I, I got an awful lot of respect for Dan Campbell. doesn't matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes. I will beat your ass. Got to like a man who will tell you. Oh, Dece. nuts. But they don't have star power. They don't have star power like the 49ers do. They don't have star power like the Eagles do. And not that the Packers are dripping with star power, but you just, uh, again, it, to bet on the Lions in a big game, what historical precedent would you have for that? I st I'll never be comfortable doing it. Old Dirty Hungus trying to blow away some wives' tales, saying, uh, 
Uh, rumorous tryptophan is bullshit, and gorging oneself is what makes you sleepy. I mean, it's got to be, I'd say it's a little from column A and column B right there, right? Again, Jillian, send her the easy travel vibes. Two toddlers, one grandpa, busiest travel day of the year. The only thing I can tell you, honey, is at least it's a short flight and, and better you than me. Plus party at Damon's house. I'm literally, it's like, I'm at that age where it's the opposite of party. I've got a few things that I go out to do. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take care of uh, some things down at the tree lot. And then I'm going to come home and I'm going to order a pizza and I'm going to play video games and I'm going to sleep on the couch. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to fall asleep to, you know, just a movie that Jillian doesn't want, wouldn't want to watch because it's about a murderer or something. You know, she dad, what there's a new, what David Fincher thing called killers. I think on Netflix, I might watch that. I'm excited. Very excited for all that. It's like Damon, but home alone. It, yeah, I'm. And everybody wishing Jillian a little good luck. See, this is be be beautiful community we got going on here. Tiger Tank. Wait, unsupervised, 72 hours? Yeah, you know. You know what's up. The jingle jangle happens again. How about Jair Brown? I don't think I heard his name called tonight. That must be good. It's exactly what I was saying earlier. Thank you very much, JDS Hooger. Is that, is that, was that what I don't know? Thank, thank you very, very much, sir or madam. I do appreciate it. And happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Yeah, the fact that we're not talking about Jair Brown means he had a great game. Jillian's already, she's, uh, Damon's going to live off leftovers and the JJ Ganja jar while I'm out there. There it is. The now world famous JJ Ganja jar. John Madden had his traducan. I got the JJ Ganja jar. JJ, you know, what's what. How about Oren Burks? Well, that's the thing. Biceps injury there, right? That's the one injury that kind of escaped my mind. Let's see how Oren is. Hopefully he's okay. But um, he, he, he played well in times tonight. He made some big special teams plays too. John. John coming in a little super chat going back to the 1050 days. Oh my gosh, John, that's old school right there. First time chatter this year. I am thankful. I found D Bruce on the plus gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Love you all. John, thank you. Thank you. You that gets a oy, oy, oy. hell yeah, it does. Thank you very, very much, John. Um, God, the 1050 days. It's going back, going back a ways. I agree with this all the way. JJ, 
Not JJ Raider JJ, but just J, J, a JJ. A J or JJ? Maybe it's a morph JJ. It's not JJ Raider. I don't know, but a JJ. Says, if you want to be the man, you got to beat the man. San Francisco's got to beat Philadelphia. Yeah, you're right about that. You are right about that. There is no doubt that San Francisco's got to beat Philadelphia. And I'm not just going to assume that they do it until I see them do it. Now it's up to Philadelphia to handle its job against Buffalo, right? It would take a little starch out of that game if the Bills actually upset Philadelphia. But it's also, if you're a Niner fan, it's kind of what you want to see. Ramon Gonzalez, happy Thanksgiving, Damon, Jillian, all the fans, happy Thanksgiving right back to you, Ramon. Thank you so very, very much. Jason, what do you think about Tom Brady's comments on the NFL being soft after the 49ers smashed the Seahawks? Well, look, so his comments were made before that game was played, so I guess I'll let him off the hook. And I'm not surprised that Tom Brady quickly is going to fall into one of those, (coughs) you know, it was better when I played, guys. He's got that written all over him. So we'll see. We will see. Uh, But, you know, the, the league is different than when he played in it just a little while ago. And... You know, is it the league soft? I don't think, I don't, uh, you can't ever call football soft. But with more free agency and more movement and maybe less time and less hitting in practice and less ironing, sharpening iron and worse interpretation of rules every single time you look up, it feels like. By the way, tonight's game was pretty much officiated down the road. We know that the Seahawks draw a lot of penalties. They drew a few too many tonight, but I didn't think that there was an overzealous flag, and I thought that there were a lot of could-be, would-be flags, and they were layoff moments. And um, I thought it was a good game from an officiating standpoint. Having family in Seattle, this one feels great. Kill a MIG. 831. Thank you very much for the super chat, Killa. Oh, Michelle's going deep into Black Friday. She's like, we're hitting the stores early in the morning. Dude, tape up the ankles, get the chalk, put on the foil. It's Black Friday shopping trips can get as sketchy as an Eagles game. No post-stuffing stuffing. Hey, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm 48 years old. We got two kids. We had a great meal. Let's not push it. We're go- Everyone's going to bed tonight. <laughs> Larry, let's be adults over here. We're not having sex. Yeah, that's exactly. Not tonight. It's Thanksgiving. And we did. Jillian's right. We actually had a conversation about the sexiest. And so the most guaranteed you're going to get some nights on the calendar year are New Year's Eve, whatever your birthday is, and Valentine's Day. The least banging it out calendar days of the year are Thanksgiving, 
I don't think Arbor Day, anyone, I don't think anyone's getting really frisky on Arbor Day. When's the last time you had a good Arbor Day bang it out on it? <laughs> Probably not. I mean, it, any, anything that's like associated with a big meal, if you look at it this way, if you've got kids and you got to, you got to drop a little Santa Claus on them. I don't know if you're banging it out on, on Christmas. <clears throat> yeah. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus and that was about it. <clears throat> See, Damon is the king is an incredibly aggressive username. And I like it. You got look at it this way. I won't miss you in the chat. You don't even have to put a super chat up. I'll I'll see I'll that one will st- pop out. <laughs> look, this was a uh a dominant game out of Debo. It was an impressive game defensively pretty much the whole way through. It was as good of a first half as I think we've seen a Kyle Shanahan team play. You know, there were a couple of, sure, you would have liked to have seen another score. I mean, that's the thing. It's the, it's the NFL. No one's scoring on every drive. It's not how the league works. This isn't college. This isn't a Big 12 game where you're, you know, knocking down nine touchdowns for every 12 possessions you get. It's just, it's, it's the football doesn't work like that anymore. Scoring around the league is down. But this was basically a game that started with 150 yards to zero. It started with a possession time that was, what what was end of the game possession time here too? Hold on, let me look at this. I want to see, I haven't even looked really at the box score and these team stats. This is what I do after the game. Some numbers that just jump out. It wasn't a great passing night for anybody. Only 208 for the Niners and 132 for the Seahawks. 169 rushing yards, 88 for the Seahawks. Five penalties for the Seahawks, only three for the 49ers. Time of possession, it actually evened out more than I thought it would. It was 35-30 for the 49ers and 24-30 for the Seahawks. I actually thought that that was going to be even more lopsided than that, but it wasn't. Now I'm knocking things over all over the desk. Ambry Thomas, very good game. JJ Raider says, Damon, you should stream yourself on Twitch while you're playing video games. No, no, I don't want to show it to anybody. I'm just going to play my video games. My video games, are, I'm, I'm from Generation. This is my game. I don't even want you looking over. Just don't, don't look at me. I'm playing video games. I never said, why would anyone want to watch someone play a video game? The Swiller. Dropping a sports phone. That gets a... Oh, yo, yo, You know what that also gets? Pound it, pound it, pound it, pound it. Yeah. I'll also give you one of these, too, taking it back to sports phone days. Name that fish! Mackerel. We got some other ones on here. You might remember this. Laser show. Good times. Good times with sound. Otis, shout out the nooner. 
Oh, you know, somebody said this too. Um, that Jack Harlow performance was sad. So I actually got up to take a shower during that Lions game. And I missed this Jack Harlow horrible halftime show that a lot of people on the internet were talking about. I, I don't think I am compelled to uh, go back and even bother looking. Old school, 1050 old schooler right here. Glad to see you on YouTube. Kellen707, thank you very much. Again, Kim used to work in that cluster. The nifty 1050 for all of us who grew up here in the Bay since 1979 when I was born. Kim, I'm older than you, by the way. But uh, yeah, Kim, Kim, Kim was at Radio Life for two. Not a lot of radio lifers left. Just checking out what we got going on here. I don't know what was said, but uh, Jillian saying no one needs another stroke. Not a stroke. Another. Very nice, honey. Thank you. Noel Stroco Loco. Jeez, I mean, talk about things you don't put out in the air. Jeez, honey. John, you know, let me just be totally honest about this. He said, I never understood calling into a radio station while in traffic, so I never did, but I was listening. John, I never really understood it either. I've never, I've never been like watching a show and thought, you know, this show would be better with me in it. Actually, well, actually, that's not true. I think that about a lot of sports shows. But um, yeah, I like like when I'm in my car, I don't want to participate. The thing that I'm participating in is driving the car and not crashing it. I just kind of want some audio to happen around me, some music or some talk or some something. I, I've always been surprised that people called in too. I've I, it's always it's always surprised me. <laughs> Nelson, Damon, go upstairs and surprise her. <laughs> She'd be like, are you serious? <laughs> oh. Sporticus, leave it to the leave it to the master. Arbor Day is a day to celebrate wood. Just saying. <laughs> I mean, is, do we give Sporticus another walk-off line? Uh, Sporticus might get the walk-off right there. Although I've always been a sucker for Ascended in Jerome. Thank you very much. And we do have that. I do. Hold on. Here we go. I can do that. Ascended in Jerome. Yes, sir. Look, there will be, I promise you, there will be 49ers wake up, 8 a.m. Did Do Dolly had a good, see, we were eating over Jillian's by the time that uh, Dallas halftime came on. But I heard, look, Dolly Parton is one of the single greatest living human beings in the world. Everything Dolly touches turns to gold. Kim's got theories saying, I always say only 1% of people ever call into a radio show. I never did it. 
again, people who are in radio, people who loved radio enough to choose careers in radio didn't call into a lot of radio shows. Dude, Dolly still got a fastball for 77. She sure does. We'd all be so lucky to have fastballs when we turn 77, right? 49ers certainly had their fastball today. As I said earlier, it was a game that came in three different chapters. The first chapter was the first half, where the 49ers played one of the best first halves under Kyle Shanahan, period, end of story. The third quarter was almost all Seattle. And tip your cap to the Seahawks for not laying down and dying and rolling over at halftime. Other teams might have. Other teams would. The third chapter was a fourth quarter where the Niners ended up putting it to bed when it was all said and done. And they did it with defense. They did it by getting to a quarterback. They just did it. They handled their business up in Seattle. It's a tough place to just go handle your business and have, you know, a pillar to post type of victory. And that's what the 49ers were able to post. The three games coming out of the bye week have been incredibly impressive. Brock Purdy has been at the center of that impressive play. Tonight, he wasn't. And there will be some people who try to hold that against him. There will be some out there who try to, you know, put this into the, I told you he's not great every time he plays. There is no quarterback who is great every time they play. There isn't. They don't exist. Not even Patrick Mahomes has the Chiefs going out there and playing like they used to play. And as I said earlier, I was told by some people that all it takes is a talented quarterback, and that's it. Once you have that, you'll never you'll – never, an elite quarterback is all you need, an elite quarterback, an elite coach. No, you need a football team. And this was a hell of a football team win. And that's really what it was. This was a win for this whole damn team. Every bit of it seemed to execute pretty well. And I'd say all three phases, but special teams had a couple of burps that didn't turn into throwing up all over themselves. And they're lucky for that tonight because there was a fumble that could have gotten away from them. <clears throat> that first return is all Seattle did in that first half. But this was a football team handling its business. This was a football team returning to what it does best. And that is run the ball, stop the run, play suffocating defense, and have four men arrive at the quarterback as often as possible. And that's what you saw tonight. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. The 49ers had a great Thanksgiving. I don't know where the team... It, you know, had its dinner tonight, but they're feasting and they started feasting early. The 49ers had an appetizer and it was the Seahawks. And they are now going to get ready for the entree. And that's the Eagles. And they got 10 days to get ready for that meal. And what an awesome 10 days we're about to have here on YouTube. I hope you have an awesome time with your family. And I'm telling you, if you want to feel better, contact Dr. Paul Hughes. Hughes Orthopedics is changing the way I feel. Absolutely changing the way I feel. My knees, a day or two after the procedure, were a little sore. And then as the soreness receded from the knee 
what also receded was that joint-on-joint pain, that bone-on-bone pain, which is arthritis. And I had enough bone-on-bone in my knee to where I was a candidate for knee replacement, partial knee replacement. Dr. Hughes said, before you do that, orthopedic surgeons shouldn't be handing out knee and shoulder replacements like they do. But knee and shoulder replacements are such a huge moneymaker in the world of medicine that the medicine that I'm practicing, stem cell and cellular replacement therapy is, you know, not frowned upon, but it's not encouraged. This should be the most famous procedure in America, and it's not because there's always more money in the treatment than there is the cure. There's always more money in having to bring in an anesthesiologist and put you under and rent the operating theater that a knee replacement, a shoulder replacement would take. This guy can bingo, bang, you get bingo, bango, bongo, get you in and out in under an hour. Take a little fat from your love handle, give it a spin. In that uh, that uh, that that margarita blender that they got, the centrifuge or whatever the hell they call those things, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, believe it or not. Um, then they take that pink fat pudding and they shoot it back into wherever you're ailing. And I hold my, I mean, my knee feels incredible because I don't feel anything. It's like Jair Brown. I know he had a good game because we don't we don't need to talk about him. I don't need to talk about my knee anymore, which means I know it's good. Contact orthopedicsurgeries.com and find out how Dr. Paul Hughes can help you heal and feel better and move better than you have in a long time. If they beat the Eagles, says Sporticus, that three-game losing streak disappears from fans' memories. Oh, it's it's already, it should already have disappeared. You know, I don't believe in much momentum in between games. That's not, that's you know, there's going to be some people saying, well, you do that to Seattle, you're going to go ahead, you're going to kick the Eagles' ass next week. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. I don't think there's any momentum in between these games. That, that. Eagles game is going to feel and look nothing like this Seattle game. Two totally different things. Not a down that was played in this game will matter in that game. What will matter if you take on the road to Philadelphia is simply this. Big game from Debo. Control a line of scrimmage with your overwhelming defensive line. Don't have a penalty riddled afternoon. Mooney Ward, don't let A.J. Brown go bonkers. That happens, the Niners are going to have a chance to win that game. And here's the deal. Even if the Eagles win, even if the Eagles win that game, they then the next week have Seattle and they got to win that game. And if they win that game, they will be champions of the NFC West. And you want that. You want that. Home field advantage throughout that ship may have sailed. So you just want a home game for sure. You don't want any of that wild card bullshit. You want to be division champs. You handle your business. And if you meet Philadelphia again in the postseason, that's the game that you're going to want to win anyway. 
take a second bite at that apple if the first bite doesn't happen. Now, this is a crazy league. What if they lose to the Bills, lose to the 49ers, and the 49ers are then tied for the best record in all of football at the end of that Philadelphia game? That could happen too, and home field could be theirs, and now everyone's getting all fired up. So, yeah, if they beat the Eagles, you can forget about, they're going to forget about that three-game losing streak. If the 49ers beat the Eagles, they're going to start printing fucking T-shirts around here. They'll be getting a little bit ahead of themselves, but they will be afforded the opportunity to dream the biggest dream a football fan base can dream. If they go and they beat the Eagles, yeah, boys and girls, the following Monday, the 49ers will be the favorite to win the Super Bowl in the whole goddamn NFL. I know it. You know it. They know it. We all know it. And these are exciting times. Don't. Just worry about the destination. Enjoy the ride. This is a hell of a ride. This is a good football team. I hope you plan on riding with me and Larry Kruger. Simulcast both of our channels tomorrow morning. Be back on the plus, please. Watching Damon Bruce, Larry Kruger, 49ers wake up. Until then, thanks so much to Dr. Paul and Hughes Orthopedics for scheduling tonight. I wish all of you the happiest of Thanksgivings. I, how many of you are about to get upstairs and go make yourself a sandwich? See, this is one of those reasons why that I, I love my wife. I love my wife. My wife is sexy as hell. I think I want a sandwich with some stuffing on it. I'm not going to lie. That's what I need. I think I need that. That's Thanksgiving Day stuffing sandwich is only around one night a year. Jillian's basically here every night. And I'm thankful for that, like you couldn't believe. I'm thankful for you being here tonight. I would be extra thankful to see so many of you back here for 49ers Wake Up for the 11 a.m. show, which I'm actually not doing tomorrow but we'll be right back on Monday morning doing 11 a.m. Damon Bruce show here on the Plus. Download the podcast, and then please plan on coming on back when we are all said and done. The two-minute warning, 49ers-Eagles win-loser-draw will be at it again. Thanks to all of you. Have a very happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. I hope it went well. I hope you were surrounded by friends, family, and loved ones. And if you weren't in that situation and the folks that you hung out with were us here tonight, thank you for choosing to do that. It was wonderful to have you over in a weird way to my house to be a part of this tonight. So thank you very much for being a part of this. Uh, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And please do remember, on your way out of here, that sports don't build character, they reveal it. Happy Thanksgiving.